just keep on coming. <laughs> oh my goodness, top of the day to you. My name is Mike, I am your host. You are tuned in to the FBTV podcast. We try to get together at least once a week, talk about the uh, crazy things going on in the world, specifically transportation-wise. We uh, talk about other things as too. Things as too. Yeah, we talk about other things as well. I guess I should say. All right. I'm uh, before we go any further. I uh, yeah, I goofed again. I we, I'm either gonna have to drop this, stop it, whatever, or remember to do this at the uh, before we finish. Impossible question. The impossible question. I I did it last week. I forgot to give the answer to the impossible question before we finished up, so we'll start there today. All right, the uh, question last week, people doing this DIY said Pinterest and YouTube are the top places they search for online ideas. Any idea what it was? Halloween costumes. All right, simple enough, right? Makes sense. Sorry if you were waiting all week. To uh, get that answer, <laughs> kind of like a uh, earbug. Is that what they call it? You know, you get a tune in your head, you can't get it out. Is that what they call it, earbug? Uh, I don't know. All right, here's today's impossible question, and God willing, I'll remember to uh, give you the answer before we stop today or sign off. Okay, 7 in 10 parents, 70% of parents say this is their favorite vacation activity. 7 out of 10 parents say this is their favorite vacation activity. Any idea? Well, think about it. You know, one comes to mind immediately. And if, you know, I'm thinking, okay, it's probably the same thing with you. But probably not going to be it. You'll be surprised. Well, maybe. Maybe not. FreightBrokerTV.com. You can check us out there if you just found our podcast uh, by accident. Or maybe you found our YouTube channel. And we haven't done anything on that YouTube channel in a while. And we need to. We've got a video we got to post about uh, continuing our series about marketing. Hopefully we'll get that done here in the next uh, few days. I say that all the time. But we will eventually, I promise you. Got the boat back day before yesterday, for those of you keeping score. <laughs> Got the boat back. It's all fixed. Was going to take it out yesterday, but I thought, hey, one more day of it not being broke is <laughs> probably a pretty good idea. Taking it out today, though. Going to take it out. Check it out. Fish. And uh, there's still some tournaments going going around. I mean, there's tournaments all the time, I guess. I, I'll i be going out when it gets colder, but I'm not going to be out there in freezing temperature. I know some people do. Some people call me names for not doing that. Uh, you're not a fisherman. No, I am. It's just I use that time to study. Thank you very much. Hey, you got questions, comments, messages? You can... Uh, Email us, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. You can use our contact form on our website, freightbrokertv.com. Today is Wednesday, 
October the 6th when we are uh, doing this podcast. Today is Garlic Lovers Day, Noodle Day, or Kale Day. Your call. Your call, whatever you want to uh, celebrate. What else going on? Oh, today's topic. Yeah, you know, I am a uh, the lead consultant for Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A dot com, if you want to check that out. If you're interested in becoming a broker, broker agent, looking for training, consulting, maybe you want to do some self-study, yeah, check out Taltoa.com. But uh, one thing that I always find, and we, we talk about this in training, and we prepare we prepare clients for this because it's going to be a stumbling block if they're not careful. And that is the fact that one customer does not a freight brokerage make. That's going to be our topic today. We'll be talking more about that later on. What is going on with the fuel prices? Well, kind of hit on that last week. Diesel is up uh, over seven cents a gallon from last week, three forty-seven a gallon. Gasoline up one point five cents a gallon, up to three nineteen a gallon. Now this is on average, national average. My wife came in last night and she goes, uh, "Yeah, you got your boat back and gas goes up." About norm. <laughs> Ten cents a gallon it went up here next to me in Arkansas. Ten a dime. Can you believe the gasoline? And it says national average up 1.5, but man, we got hit. Here's some of the fuel price highlights. Diesel is now $1.09 a gallon more than it was a year ago at this time. Now, if you missed the last podcast, you can go back and listen, but... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had a conversation with somebody that just retired from a major oil company. And they were working at that major oil company in the inner sanctum of that oil company. And they shared with me that uh, the reason fuel is getting so high is because the U.S. government, the government has capped domestic production on oil companies. They can only produce so much domestically, forcing the oil companies to buy oil from OPEC. I I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I mean, I I don't care. You know, I, I don't know. Anyway, other highlights. Trucking's main fuel increased in price for the fifth time in the last six weeks. The price went up in all 10 regions in which EIA tracks data, led by a burst of, get this now, 10.4 cents a gallon in the Midwest. I think that's where ours come in, my, what my wife was talking about when she came in the house last night. The one-week spurt is the largest since a matching 7.1 cent increase from the first week of March to the second when it climbed from 3.072 to 3.143. Another fuel price highlight. <laughs> and this is kind of odd. You don't expect this. The smallest increase was seen in California, where the price went up just 3 cents a gallon. 
but California's 4.369 average is the highest in the country. Gasoline increased too, but not nearly as severely. 1.5 cent increase lifted its national average to 3.19. So, some of the highlights: a dollar ninety gallon more. So I've got a, I've got my my pickup, 35 gallons, I believe, 34, 35 gallons. But basically, it's cost me 35 dollars more now to fill it than it did a year ago. 35 bucks. If you fill it once a week, holy cow, man, that's 120 what, 140 bucks more a month. Come on. I know you're getting tired of it too. I had somebody, I had somebody call me the other day. First thing out of their mouth, I listen to your podcast, and man, the world is just out of control, out of control. And I agree with you, man. It's nuts. What do we do? <clears throat> well, I wish I had the answer to that question, but uh, I think inside we all know what we got to do. But you got to wait. Spot rates from last week, uh, van rates up 2.3 cents, flatbed rates are up 0.07%, not 3 cents, van rates are up 2.3%, flatbeds are up 0.07%, reefer rates up 1.4%, spot rates uh, from last month, and keep in mind this is only the uh, 6th of October, but uh, right now as it stands today van rates are up 3 cents a mile up to 286 flatbed down 4 cents a mile down to 303 reefer up 1 cent a mile up to 324 these are just averages spot rates spot rate rates that a broker would be paying a truck to move a load from point A to point B for a specific type of equipment those are averages we cover that in the training but anyway Rates are pretty good, yet I still hear store shelves are empty. And they're blaming it on not able to, uh, not able to, uh, get trucks to deliver the goods because there is a shortage of drivers. Yokohama announces another price increase for truck tires due to, quote, unparalleled rise of freight and operational cost. Yeah. Well, fuel's up over a dollar a gallon. So that alone, I'm doing, I'm doing some math. Uh, truck, let's say a truck gets seven miles a gallon. I'm being very generous. That alone raises the rates almost 16 cents a mile for freight. Then you got capacity issues. That's going to raise it a little bit more. Then you got uh, this uh, vaccine mandate that has been spoken of, but nothing's happened yet. It's not a mandate yet. You know, I was I was listening to the radio the other day, and somebody said, "Yeah, you know, nothing officially has happened yet. So far, it's just in Biden's speech." And the guy went on to say, "The reason you're not seeing any lawsuits or anything come up about this vaccine mandate is simply because you can't sue a speech. So hopefully, it just stays a speech. Again, you know, I'm not anti-vaccine." But first of all, give me a real vaccine. 
But I think it should be everyone's own opinion what they put in their body. I don't think the government should be saying you've got to. But anyway, back to Yokohama. Uh, this past Friday, Yokohama announced their second price increase since July. On the first of the month, their statement, uh, Yokohama explained that the price increase is a result of rising costs for freight and materials. Quote, in response to the unparalleled rise of freight and operational costs, as well as the continued increase in the cost of raw materials, Yokohama Tire Corporation announced it will implement a price increase on its consumer replacement tires and commercial truck tires sold in the U.S. effective November 1st. So if you need tires, now is the time to get them if you're buying Yokohama. This is their second truck tire price hike in the last few months. Yokohama announced a previous price increase back in July. That went into effect just a, a couple of months ago in August. So, there you go. Let's see. What am I missing here? Did I miss something? Nope, I think I've pretty much got it all so far. Uh, you having a birthday today? Happy birthday to you. You're in pretty good company. George Westinghouse. You should know who he is. Was. Westinghouse. Born this day back in uh, 1846. Carol Lombard. Born 1908. Don't usually talk about football, pro, football, any pro sports whatsoever, but I like this guy. He's real deal. Tony Dungy. He's having a birthday today. Happy birthday, coach. This day back in history, and it's, if it's your birthday, happy birthday to you, too. Hey, if you ever want us to announce your birthday or a birthday of a loved one, just uh, email us. Let us know. Give us a heads up. Pretty good idea to do it a couple of weeks, maybe a month in advance. Uh, you can email it to fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. Be happy to wish your loved one or that special someone a happy birthday from you, obviously. Today in history, uh, 1783, the first self-winding clock was patented. Self-winding. i got a watch like that. It's dive watch. It's, uh, what do they call that? There's a name for it. Perpetual motion watch. Something, I don't know. Thomas Edison showed his first motion picture on this date back in 1889. The Moulin Rouge opened on this date, too, in 1889 in Paris. Opened its doors to the public. Russian film crew and actress on their way to the space station. Well, I guess they're there now. They left yesterday. Going to plan. They're, they're planning to film the first movie in outer space. The first ever movie in outer space. Windows 11 is on its way. Oh, joy. <laughs> well, they got a name for it now. Yeah, I've talked about this before. This goes back to 2008, 2009. During the Great Recession. Prices uh, stayed the same, but the quantity went down. Well, they got a name for it now. Shrinkflation. That's when you're paying more for less. Shrinkflation. It's, uh, it's in full swing, folks. Get ready. You know, you see this more in candy. than You remember the gum when you were a kid? Buy it for a penny, two pennies, whatever. It was big. You know, super bubble, double bubble, whatever it was. Today, it's like, where's the gum? 
<laughs> you know, you're paying for the wrapper today. All right, did you know, department, 16% of millennials have gone on a first date to a grocery store. My, how times have changed. A grocery store? Seriously? Yeah, just uh, hold true to what I've always said. Everybody got a trophy. Here we are. As far as the Secret Service knows, again from the Did You Know Department, Gerald Ford was the only president to lock himself out of the White House. More presidents should have done that, and the Secret Service sometimes maybe shouldn't let them back in. Retailers say it's rare that men purchase a candle. Guys do not purchase candles, often. I did. Well, when I was single, I don't anymore. My wife does all that. But, uh, anyway. All right, you're up to date on that stuff. Let's talk a little bit about uh, this new thing going on. Stowaways. Semi-stowaway. This is weird. And it uh, started out, looks like, in Atlanta, but in Nashville the other day, men died from trying to stow away on a semi. Man is dead after hitching a white ride on a moving semi-truck as part of a new and dangerous game that seems to have started in Atlanta. Matter of fact, I saw a warning about this, too. But, you know, you shake your egg. Come on. Just one guy. But now it seems to be catching on. The accident happened Monday around 9.45 p.m. in uh, North Nashville, near 28th Avenue North, according to WKRN News. The truck driver noticed the man hanging from his rearview mirror but didn't want to stop the truck for fear of being robbed. I get that. So instead, the truck driver, he decided to drive slowly, hoping the man would jump off the truck. At one point, the man tried to open the door of the truck, but it was locked. That's a good thing. You should always lock your doors. Man, that's one thing I always did. Locked my doors when I was driving. Eventually, the man either fell off or jumped off the truck and died on Interstate 40 near McCory Lane. Truck uh, came to a stop several hundred yards away from the body. The incident comes after a warning issued by the Atlanta police just last week, urging drivers to be aware of their surroundings as the popularity of this game increases. Uh, it looks like the uh, Atlanta PD said, we realize this may come as a surprise to some, and yes, it did. But riding on the outside of a semi-truck that is going 65 to 70 miles per hour, or any moving vehicle... On I-285, I-75, or any other road at any speed is a death wish of sorts. This hazardous buffoonery by Atlanta's wayward souls will not be tolerated. <laughs> there is nothing humorous about jeopardizing the safety of drivers and or persons. All right, I got a story similar to this. I was uh, delivering a load up in Chicago. I got the uh, load delivered. I was, uh, I don't know where I was in Chicago, but I saw the old, the, the over the train things that overhead, you know what I'm talking about. And I was at a stoplight, and I saw the turn I had to make to get on the interstate, and I couldn't make the turn. There was no way I was going to make that turn. Uh, not from where I was. I had to be in one of the outer lanes, and then it was going to be ifty, 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 ify, because I had to turn wide because they had these concrete barriers set up that was right next to the lane. I almost had to have a straight shot, and I noticed I was at a stoplight. There was I just had to get around the block so I get a straight shot onto the on-ramp. So I'm at the stoplight trying to figure all this out, what I'm going to do. And uh, lo and behold, somebody jumps on the uh, running board of my truck on the driver's side. Hey, driver, are you trying to get on the interstate? Yeah, I am. He goes, well, here, I'll, I'll help you out. I thought, oh, boy, here we go. 
and I was ready at any moment to, you know, take my tire checker and encourage the fella to get off my steps. But so far, it was pretty cool. He goes, go up here, take a left, which is what I was going to do. He's taking me around the block. Got around the, uh, while we was at, uh, I got around the block and ready, you know, for, waiting for the stoplight turn green so I take a straight shot, get on the interstate. He goes, okay, man, give me 20 bucks. Like you said, you would. I said, I didn't say I was going to give you any money. And uh, he goes, come on, man, you, you said, I said, look, this truck, when that light turns green, it's not stopping until it gets to Arkansas. Now, if you want to ride on that running board till I get to Arkansas, knock yourself out. Yeah, go ahead, but uh, I'm not giving you 20 bucks. By that time, a, you know, a, a siren blipped, you know, you know, like cops do, whoop, you know. And uh, boy, I fell out on my running board. He looked down, saw that cop car next to me. Boy, he jumped down. The uh, <laughs> cops looked at me, go, he trying to rob you? And I go, nah, he's trying to scam me a little bit. And off I went back to Arkansas. But yeah, he would have been surprised because I wasn't kidding. I wasn't going to stop till I got to Arkansas. I had a full tank of fuel. Didn't matter. But anyway, I can't believe people are doing this. This is not smart, but... We are not in the world of smart lately, so it is what it is, right? All right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about our topic today. One customer ain't gonna cut it. Okay, new brokers, your new broker, new broker agent. You've been taught how to get customers. You got to make the calls, make the sales calls. You know, uh, we have a mentorship program at the Taltoan that. Mentorship program allows someone that has finished their training to start out, begin their operation, their broker operation, as a broker agent through us under a licensed broker. Now, we tell everybody what the mentorship program is for. Yes, you can make money while you're in the mentorship program, but that's not the focus of it. The focus of it for you or somebody just starting out is to build up a customer base. You've got to build up a customer base. You have to have a quantity of loads. From that quantity of loads, you begin learning which loads you're going to be able to move for, you know, in a nutshell. That's what it's all about. One load is not going to do it. Well, again, this uh, has come up. And all I can do is make recommendations. What it amounts to, what happens so often and I would say it, it, the majority of our clients, uh, and probably the majority, it doesn't matter, our clients or anybody, just starting out, this is a, uh, the, the hole or the trap, if you want to call it, they fall in, and it really goofs everybody up, or them up, because why, and they waste time. As a broker, you can't waste time. Time is critical. You gotta, you've got to gotta be a time manager, you know, because you can make or break yourself just a few seconds. In other words, what I'm getting at, you can have loads, you can make four, five, six hundred dollars on whatever, but you can miss a truck by just a few seconds. Oh man, if you would have called me just 10 seconds ago, I would have took that load. That would have worked perfect. See, that's what I'm talking about. Time management. It's critical. So, uh, major downfall of any new broker, well, not a downfall, but a stumbling block. And they, they figure this out eventually. But, uh, they get out there and uh, they start making the sales calls. And they, they pick up a customer. And the customer says, yeah, I got a load here. See if you can help me with this. And they stop everything they're doing. They drop everything they're doing. They quit making sales calls to try to find a truck for that one load. Now, 
Yes, that seems like that's what you should do. But as a new broker, you're well, you're new. You don't know if you can get a truck for that load or not. And let's back up a little bit. The customer, the shipper. They have people they work with on a daily basis. They have made that available, that load available to everyone they work with. So far, no takers. You call out of the blue. Sure, they're going to say, here, help me with this load. Well, my point is, if they had no takers with the people they work with on a continual basis, brokers, trucking companies, whatever, you're probably not going to have a lot of luck with it either. So the thing you've got to do is, you know, while you're in the, especially startup mode, I call it startup mode, you've, you get all the customers you can as you get loads. Okay, yeah, post the loads on the load board, but get back to making the sales calls. Get back to picking up customers. You know, the two or three hours you're going to spend actually waste trying to get a truck for that load. Now, you know, I say waste because, yeah, everybody gets lucky occasionally. Yeah, you may get a truck for that load, but eh, chances are pretty slim. But if you spent two or three hours trying to find a truck for that one load, and after two or three hours, you know, I just can't get a truck. Those two or three hours, if you would have spent prospecting, making sales calls to potential customers, you could have picked up four or five other customers, maybe you had 10, 15 more loads. You got to focus on the task at hand when you're brand new. There is no secret to this. If you want to be successful, you got to make the calls. If you don't make the calls, you're not going to get a customer. No customer, no loads. It's that simple. You know, people always ask me, is there a secret to working as a broker? Yeah, the secret is make the calls. Work. So many people, they, uh, they're not knocking them. I get it. You know, they, they romanticize this business of being a broker. Hey, I'm going to be able to work at a home. I'm going to be able to work from my home. Not going to have to punch a time clock. Not going to have to commute. I'm going to be my own boss, have my own business. Hey, that's true. That's all true. It's, it's absolutely true. But when I say romanticize, they figure out once they start brokering, hey, this is work. It is work. Especially through that startup period. You can do nothing but stay on that phone making calls after call after call after call after call. What you're trying to do is build up a customer base, bottom line. You gotta, you're, you're trying to build a quantity of customers. From that quantity of customers, you hope to have a quantity of loads. From that quantity of loads, you're going to start gaining experience and knowledge of what trucking companies are looking for, what loads they want, the destinations, the rates that work for them. You're going to figure out which customers have good rates, which ones don't. And people ask, well, don't you teach that? There's no way to teach that. Because every customer is different. Every load's going to be different. You learn that from experience through the customers and the loads they have. Simple enough. It takes time. You know, I always tell people, people, you know, you don't start brokering today and start making money tomorrow. It takes time. It's a process. Part of that process is building a customer base and having loads. All right, what else going on? Uh, oh, matter, matter of fact, if you've got questions or anything like that, feel free to call me at Tautua. I'd be happy to talk to you. You know, answer any questions you might have. You can email me too. But uh, Taltoa, if you have checked out our website and you want to uh, learn more about uh, being a broker, a broker agent, yeah, contact me.
Uh, 479-668-0838. Just ask for Mike. My direct extension is 9. Keep in mind, too, I am doing conference calls, training sessions, uh, client meetings, podcast, on and off throughout the day. So if you get my voicemail, that's not out of the ordinary. Uh, leave a message. I'm usually able to call you back pretty quick. All right. Okay, Minnesota's governor has signed an emergency order waiving hours of service regulations for truck drivers for the third time this year in response to the ongoing drought. Executive Order 21-32 is signed by Governor Waltz. Waltz? Walls? Tim Walls? On Monday. Going to be in effect for 30 days to allow for more efficient transportation of livestock, feed, and water supplies during this uh, extended period of drought. Minnesota's having a drought. What a deal. Problems all over. Big oil spill out there off California coast. I've seen the headlines. I've looked at it a little bit, but I haven't really checked into it too much or I'd talk more about it. I hear a lot of ships are building up out there off the uh, port in California. Wonder why that could be. <laughs> anyway. All right. Okay, that's almost going to wrap it up, but I'm going to remember today. Okay. Today's impossible question. Seven and ten parents say this is their favorite vacation activity. You should be proud of me. I'm proud of myself. I remembered. Because usually it's five minutes later I go, oh, man. Oh, man, I forgot to give the answer. Not today. Seven and ten parents say this is their favorite vacation activity. My, my first thought when I saw it was sleeping. No, not yet. Taking pictures. Taking pictures. And we all have a camera today, don't we? Matter of fact, that new iPhone. Everybody's complaining about it. I just got my new one a year ago. Well, it's new for me. What is it, 11 I got? What are they up to now? I got the latest one before this one. And I've heard people say the, the new one. <sighs> Come on. <laughs> what? They just it seemed like they just put out the same one, just uh, changed the number. I guess. Who knows? Yeah, ever since uh, Steve, this new guy, Cook, whatever his name is, just doesn't seem to. Eh, nobody's going to be Steve, I guess. Can't replace Steve. All right, that's going to wrap it up for uh, this week's podcast. Have a, have a great day. Yeah, I'm taking my taking the boat out to the lake. I get to cut out of here about noon, 1 o'clock. Got uh, plan to go fishing this afternoon. Hopefully I don't break the boat again. Man. But anyway, have a great uh, Wednesday. Have a great rest of the week, matter of fact. As far as that goes, unless you've made other plans, we'll talk to you next week here on the FBTV podcast. Take care.